What's up, Raider Nation? What is up, Raider Nation? We got Victory Tuesday because we celebrate victories all week here, especially when they're far and few between. We got with us a special guest, Mr. Chris Smith. You may know him from the Silver and Black. You may know him from running in the backfield and just destroying quarterbacks. We want to get him back there. (laughs) Of course, you know my boy Dustin. But what's up, y'all? How y'all guys doing? Doing Good. good, man. Doing, feeling good, man. Feeling great. I wish I was out there with them boys on Sunday, but hey, look, we man. wish you were too. I'm glad yeah, to see you hear that. You doing it, hey, man. Give my man Dave, a deal, Dave Ziegler. Get this guy a deal. <laughs> hey, I'm ready. Tell him I wake up and kick ass now. I do. There you go. <laughs> this for dude sure. stays ready for sure. For sure, man. But now you know we want we appreciate you having coming on. Appreciate you coming aboard. Um, you know we've been talking about this for a while, just getting you know getting the player perspective and, and you know going over this. What better way to do it after a win? Obviously, you know uh, it's been a rough season. There's been a lot of a lot of change, a lot of things happening. Um, you know this team, they started out you know last year last year was you know all the turmoil and everything that happened, and then going from the playoffs to you know a three and seven start. Um, what have you seen from the scenes? I know that you watch every game, right? Watch every game. Yes, I watch every game. And what um, I think the main thing is, man, it's a, it's a great team, man. Uh, I wouldn't put like, I mean, I would <laughs> out of any team coming to the league this year, I would take the Raiders, and I'm not being biased or whatever, because that's how talented they are. Um, I, I felt like, um, Derek Carr is very rated quarterback. I've been knowing him since. Uh, uh, the senior bowl or whatever, but he's a great quarterback, great accuracy. You know, the D line, you know, my guy, my brother, Max Crosby, Clee Farrell, you know, um, and um, Chandler Jones, all them, like they, they, they got it. You know what I'm saying? It was just, but <laughs> I feel like the main thing is, um, and I think I've told Max this, um, and everything that the main thing it is, is it's, it's a very small era, um, for, you know, between winning mm-hmm. and losing. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul Gunther, um, you know, that was dead with the Raiders, he used to have the saying when I was with the Bengals, there's a lot of games, there's more games that are lost than won in the NFL. So it's mm-hmm. just, it comes down to those one or two plays where all short or whatever like that. But I think the main thing is, is just is just finish with them. I done watched every game and, you know, it's about finishing, you know, and, and that's what they did Sunday is finishing. So. You know, hopefully they can get on a um, you know a roll in the street because they have all the time. And D. I don't know him personally, but I mean, I feel like I do because he he's gonna be a Hall of Famer, obviously easily. Um, great player, route runner, everything. It just some of the stuff is just unreal. It's unfair. <laughs> yeah. 
Mm-hmm. He does out there. <laughs> Cheat code. <laughs> hey, you see him out there and it's no, like, and I, man, I mean, what do you, how are you doing uh, that? I don't know how he does it. <laughs> you know, man. I'm personally curious, you got, like you were saying. I'm mean, crying like Chad Johnson did, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm running. Crazy. Impeccable. So it's like, they got our piece of Josh Jacobs, too. How can I forget him? I mean, heck, we got the same birthday. Josh Jacobs. <laughs> how can I yeah, man, it's, it's all the pieces, but it's about finishing. So hopefully, you know, that we can stack another one in the left-hand column and everything, and man, and, and stuff, and, uh, and get rolling, though, you know, the second part of the season and stuff. Because anything can happen, you know. We mm-hmm. Like, we like, like the, the fans remember the games in November and December. So anything can happen, mm-hmm. man. So get on the roll and, you know, let's get to going. <clears throat> well, and I think, like, what you were saying, Chris, is like you said it's such a small margin of error between a win and a loss. You look at all the games other than obviously the Saints game this season, it's all been single possessions. You know, you change you change that one possession and you're looking at a nine and one team. Thanks. You know, so that, I think that's why I think that's why the fans are so frustrated is because it's like you're literally right there. Mm-hmm. You know, you're looking at a nine and one team and it's just it's maddening because it's literally one possession. And and and, and the thing about it too is if you if I didn't show you the score of the games and you look at like the stats like I think yeah. like even even mm-hmm. Jack, Jacksonville, you know, uh Monte, you know, had I think 146 yards, uh, either one or two TDs, something like that. Like mm-hmm. they, it's like, hold on, like you you don't you're not supposed to lose with that, those no. No. <laughs> you know, no, he was lighting them up in the first like, half. I think I yeah. think DC mm-hmm. he had uh I don't know if it was one or two games ago he was doing an interview and they had uh he was like his, his QB rate was uh, was top ten in the league. Like you know, it just mm-hmm. it just like you say, it just comes down to those little things, man. Um, you know, uh, I always had the saying of you know everybody do they one eleven. You know what I'm saying for for all you know for every minute of the game. You know all four quarters, man. And uh, it just 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 one thing. And I know I done been on so many teams or whatever like that that I know, man. Uh, that, that that's football that you you know you're paying at the highest level, the highest mm-hmm. level. So it's almost got to be perfection mm-hmm. every Sunday. Cause even <laughs> my um one of he's one of my close friends too, uh, Jamie Collins. He always say, man, teams will, will use your strips against you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it just you know, it is what it is. But I'm just glad that you know they got that W against the Broncos and um. Hopefully, you know, they and which I know they will build on that, though. Yeah, it's always nice getting, you know, sweeping the Broncos. It's been three years in a row now. Uh, Look, the the Denver Broncos have never beaten the Las Vegas Raiders. So as long as the Raiders have been in Vegas, they've never won. And you could you could put you could put Drew Locke back there. You put Teddy Bridgewater back there. Hey, you could put Russ back there. They ain't going to beat the Raiders. I think I I started that man. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> He's there, the guys. But I started that man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you were there. You were there for that inaugural season in Vegas. What was that like? You know, with the team moving to Vegas, being that first year, not you know playing in front of no fans in an empty stadium. What was that? What was that like? Man, that was man. I, I'll tell you the truth. Like when I first got the call from my agent, and he said, um, you know, the Raiders want to bring you in for a workout and stuff like that. 
I was thinking Oakland. I don't know why I was thinking Oakland. I, didn't, I forgot. Like, I really forgot. And when they booked my flight and I said Vegas, and that was the final destination, I said, hold on. I said, oh, my God, they did move. What am I thinking, man? <laughs> no, that was just the connector. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, I was like, good gracious. But it was one thing that's it's like it's an amazing, amazing atmosphere. I mean, of course, I was there for the year, you know, um, during COVID where, I mean, it was empty or whatever, um, you know, no stuff like that. And that was frustrating. But even with no fans in there and we were playing like, I used to say to Max all the time, I said, bro, when, we, when we're able to have fans in here, like, it is going to be crazy. And mm-hmm. then I go to the Baltimore Ravens, and we played in the first game of the year, and, yeah, it, it, yes, they beat us. <laughs> <laughs> and it was it was crazy. You know what I'm saying? But um, this is my first year there experience, man. I, I felt like um, – and that's when me, Max, and um, Cleve Farrell, all of us got um, – even um, Kendall Victors or whatever got uh, close and stuff like that. It really like brought me back in tune um, to, you know, being a better football player because I had, you know, had the tragedy by losing my girlfriend and and stuff the year before, and um, getting you know released by the Cleveland Browns. So like I feel like I didn't have it no more. So all I did was during the COVID was just work out, go hard um, with my brother or whatever. Um, he's my trainer and stuff. And all I did was work out, go hard, and I was like, man, I just want to just just one more year to prove myself to show that Chris Smith is back. I'm a pass rusher. My mind is clear and stuff. And uh, just to uh, get the call from the Raiders and, um, you know, Coach Polly was the defensive coordinator at that time that, you know, was my coordinator with Cincinnati just to get um, back with him and stuff. And uh, it was kind of funny. He was vouching for me. Uh, you know, for the workout, like this guy's like <laughs> this and that. And uh, he's like, man, Chris, he called me tonight for the workout. Like, Chris, please be in shape. Please. I said, <laughs> you ever, uh, like, it can't, nothing they can throw at me that I'm not, you know what I'm saying, that that I can't do. And um, after the, like, first five minutes of the workout, I mean, Coach Marinelli, you know, one of the great D-line coaches in the NFL, he, it, it was over with. He said, man, go uh, pack your bag. Hey, you good? You staying here. Nice. Like, nice. It was one That's of those. And, and the thing about it, being an older guy, you know, most older guys or whatever like that, you know, they don't want to learn from younger guys. But I'm like, man, I say they gave me motivation <clears> the way they were going through visual and stuff. I said, good gracious of life. And it got me going because I'm a yeah. competitor at the end of the day. I love to compete. Like, I, I love that. Like, that's something that's in my nature. I love doing that or whatever like that. So, you know, just to get, get around those guys. I mean, obviously, I'll never have a motor like Max Crosby, but <laughs> try to. There's not yeah. many that do. Right. Max is built different. Yeah, he's built very different, but like, yeah, man, it, it was it was a great experience, and, and you know, it got me, you know, revamped to show I could still play in this lead. Um, yeah, I had a big Sports Illustrated story, um, uh, the week of the Chiefs, which was my first game up or whatever, because I started out on the veteran practice squad since I got there so late, and um, it was just crazy. It was a blessing. Uh, I always tell people this; they laugh. So the first play of the game, I get in right. Um, I get a tackle. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. And then the very next play, I sacked Patrick Mahomes. And I was so tired off that play. I got yeah. the sack celebrated and I just ran off the field. And Coach, <laughs> <laughs> Coach Drew was like, what you, hey, are you all right? You good? You just got a sack, man. You want to stay here? And I said, hey, Coach, it's been a while. Hold on, let me get my breath. <laughs> Where's that that oxygen tank? Where's the oxygen tank? I say, oh my gosh, man! But I mean, it just felt so good, and um, 
just like that's one of the best feelings of my life just to you know just overcome adversity and stuff and then just to show you can re respond to adversity and stuff like yeah. that and i wouldn't mm -hmm. you know write it any other way man just um you know coming in beating the chiefs um did with that that game and stuff like that when we were the underdogs and stuff like that so it, it it's 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 one it was one great experience man um just being in vegas though i wish i would have been there with the fans and stuff like that but um it was a great experience just being a part of that team so i gotta ask you something about that about that Chiefs game because obviously there's there's that that famed bus ride did oh, did, did did the lap really happen i think it did i think we laughed <laughs> twice i i didn't know exactly what we were doing i forgot <laughs> i forgot who told me i was like hold on what are we doing like why are we not headed to the airport he thought the bus driver missed the exit <laughs> that lap happened it did though oh, and I, I forgot who told me on the bus it might have been might have been darren wall or something like that they said yeah man like yeah we he's it grew's taking the bus around twice man like that. so i mean that was a that was a great feeling man and i think that was my first time ever beating the chiefs too out of any team I'd have played for. So, yeah, that was a good feeling. Yeah, that's one team that just that, that's had the Raiders number just, I mean, throughout the years. Even when the only, I mean, the only quarterback the Raiders, the only Raiders quarterback that's had success against the Chiefs is, is surprisingly Jamarcus Russell. Oh, he was actually yeah. undefeated against them. Oh, man, for sure. For sure, for sure. But, yeah. you know, the Chiefs, they're a tough team. But, you know, what, you know, being in, being around the league, being in the league for such a long time, what is – What's a team that you had the most fun with? I mean, obviously the Raiders are, are you know, team that we're gonna hope it is. But what is the team that you had the most fun with? Um, I would say, uh, yeah, Raiders. Uh, they, um, that's the team I had most fun with. But I feel like the the team I had the most fun with and really like grew into as a football player. I say, um, I was around a great group of guys when I got drafted to Jacksonville with Chris Clemens, Red Bryant, Andre. Mm -hmm. Um, um, Tyson Alalu, uh, Sundari Marks, um, Ryan Davis, those guys really took me under their wing because I had to learn, I had to learn everything quick. It, it wasn't no rookie mistakes because I was around a bunch of veterans that were, you know, mm -hmm. like seven, eight years in league, six years, and everything like that. And I feel like really the transition when I got transition to like, okay, like now I have found myself in, in the um nfl and stuff like that is when i got traded to the cincinnati Bengals, and i was with uh carlos dunlap which is now a chief or whatever doing good and stuff like that mm -hmm. and, Blackens. and those guys really showed me really be, being versatile of and they i, I tell them they pro prolonged my career or whatever playing eight years in the, in the league um is how to rush inside and outside and and that's one thing about it that they had taught me. I didn't. I hated it the first game. I said, "Bro, I cannot do this. I'm an edge rusher." But they really coached me up and and really took me under their wing as a little bro and say, "Hey, man, this is this is how you do it." Um, you know, uh, especially Geno Atkins just should be another Hall of Famer. Mm -hmm. um, Chris, this is how you rush. Carlos is like a hell of a teacher, like teaching me, you know, run game and things of that nature and a winner. Uh, be more aggressive when uh, in your pass rush and when, okay, now we got to play run and stuff like that. So that was like the biggest transition. I would have to get that both to Jacksonville and and the Bengals, that, um, you know, because the, the Bengals got me to my second contract. And, you know, Jacksonville helped me get to that point where, okay, I, I can establish myself as a rusher in this league. Now I got to ask on you. Uh, mine's kind of a two-part question. So 
as somebody who's never played a lick of football in their life, like I just, I'm purely a spectator. So what, what would be the, the difference in technique between rushing edge and rushing inside? And I'll follow up with the second part after that. Um, rushing inside, everything happens quicker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to be quick with your move. It's like yep. you choose the side and go. Um, as far as um, rushing the edge, you it's, it's basically like you're taking – I had to learn that when I was with the Texans last year. We're relearning it. It's ba- basically it's more ground to cover. But in inside is, is one of those where, you know, I give those guys hell down there because um, – now uh, I, I kind of play with him, play chess game with it as far as my alignment and stuff like that. But um, really, in the inside, you're closer to the quarterback, but everything happens quicker. And mm-hmm. the thing about rushing inside makes you a better outside rusher because rushing inside, you got to hear the, the line slides, you know what I'm saying, which way the line is going or which way they got the protection and really listen to how they're sliding and how they're blocking you. And that made me better on the edge when I – when the Texans, I was like, I, mean, I say, man, I ain't got a sack. <laughs> I ain't got a sack on the edge since my third year in Jacksonville, but the Texans wanted to rush me outside. I was like, I can still do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was successful there too, the games I played. Um, but uh that that's that's the main thing about it is is rushing inside is it makes it made me myself a, a smarter rusher, just as far as yeah, line coverages and stuff like that. Yeah. So and we then, got a question here in the oh sorry, oh, yeah. I forgot you had a, no, you had a question. Really, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'll save this one. I'll save this one. Oh, I just, mine's, this is just kind of a quick one. What was your what was your welcome to the NFL moment? Oh. Where you had that that one moment where you're like, oh shit, I'm actually here. Like I'm doing this thing. My welcome to the NFL moment, like like with somebody like like got 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 a good hand on me. <laughs> well, either or whether you I, got somebody or somebody got you. So we're gonna start with the bad first. Um <laughs> my welcome to the NFL moment was in practice. And I always say this to this day, and that's why he's still playing, man. I think he going, this is this Mercedes 18th year, 19th year? I don't know. But I was in practice, and I was supposed to have him man-to-man. And he had did something, Mercedes, he does UFC fighting and all that stuff, so he's real great with his hands or whatever. Mm. He had grabbed me, and I swear to was run the way he had grabbed me on the goal line. And I had a good grip of him, but he threw me. I swear he threw me to the little porta john over there. And <laughs> the way he did it, like his body control was like the way he threw me or whatever. And like he got open and you know scored a touchdown and stuff like that. And uh, you know, Coach Washington, my um, coach, Coach Todd Washington, my D line coach at the time, he got in my ass good. But I was like, bro, I was like, <laughs> how did he do that? Like that was, that, that was it. Like. That was it for me. And I'll give you another one, uh, you know what I'm saying, to piggyback off that, you know, playing against um, Brandon Alba in Miami. Like, um, you know, guys mostly, you know, when they make it a transition from a college rusher to an NFL rusher, they think they can beat everybody with get off. And, like, no, you got to hit a move. You got to threaten the offense. Mm-hmm. And I was not threatening him at all. That was my two welcome to the NFL moment. You know, great veterans and stuff like that. But the the one thing that gave me confidence, I would say, was my rookie year after going against Brandon Hour and stuff. So um, I actually sacked Andy Dalton. That was uh, was like a half a sack or whatever. And I come back the next week. My confidence goes back down because I uh, played Tyron Smith, the, the tackle. Than the Cowboys or whatever, like mm. that. 
I'm like, oh my God, do I belong in this league? Oh my God. But this is where my confidence got built up, even though we lost though. But I um end up getting a sack force fumble against Andrew Luck. And then it, it went up from there. Like that yeah. thing. And um I think I had like a sack force fumble, like a tackle for loss and like four tackles or whatever like that. And everything. So that was like my like, okay, like, yeah, I like first so like I arrived. Yeah, like I can do this. <laughs> yeah, I can do this. I can do this. So that 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 was I would say that was that was the good and the bad. Okay, okay. We got a couple questions here from the comments that I want to get into. Uh we got Ivan, my boy Ivan the Great. Uh from an ex Raiders perspective, what do you think about the whole Derek Carr love hate relationship from fans and and analysts? I hate it, man. I feel like I mean, I might be saying biased because uh, DC, that's my boy. But if you really look and 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 uh, across the league, like like his his accuracy is is impeccable to me. Like, and as far as a, you know, not now I'm not even talking about the type of person he is because obviously he's a great man, great leader, great family man, and stuff like that. But I mean, as far as his quarterback play, man, it's it's impeccable his accuracy. I mean. I can just count out plays when they played the Chiefs this year. I was, oh, I hate, it. I was mad. At, oh, we lost that game, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I tell, I, I was, um, I told um, my brother Buddy. I said I was, I was just like D. Adams. I wanted to push somebody too. But anyway, <laughs> I said, man, his the, the one deep ball he threw to uh, Devontae Adams. It was like so pretty. It was like, it was like kind of like a basketball player doing a finger roll. Like, yeah. how he, like, just like, uh, <clears throat> like he just puts that spin on that it's ball. It's like, like, mm-hmm. like, I'm like, oh my god! But you got that from the fans. I mean, you know, you got that from the fans and stuff like that. Now everybody's gonna like to love you, but I feel like, you know, saying Derek Carr is the, is the quarterback of the Raiders. He doesn't want to be a quarterback of any other team. I don't yeah. even see him. Like, if, if it was all said and done with the Raiders today, like he would be content with that. He don't want to be a quarterback in any other team and stuff like that. And I feel like he's a hell of a quarterback. He's a, he's a hell of a quarterback in any situation and a hell of a leader, you know. So, and I felt like guys in the locker room would, you know, piggyback me on, on that and saying that, like, and say the same thing because, you know, how they respond to him in the locker room. You know, mm-hmm. as we respond quicker to, to, to Derek Carr than they would a coach, you know what I'm saying? So, when I mm-hmm. was there, so that's the main thing about it. And that's what you want from your quarterback. So, yeah, like, I, I don't like it. I love the Raiders fans. Don't get me wrong, but nah, DC, that's my guy, man. That's my guy, man. Well, we're we're big DC guys here on this podcast. Yeah. You know, I talked to you know I talked to a lot of guys around around the league, and you know we we hear the same thing from players. We hear the same thing from you know people that are that are tapped in. Um, and so it's always great to get that player perspective because it's always different than what the fans see. And a lot of times, fans obviously never played the game or played the game at not a high level, and so. Um, you know, it's always funny to see that. We got another question here, which I, which I, I think is a really great question. We got from the Raider Room. Um, how is it for you to see the growth from Crosby from the time that you played with him and seeing him ascend to a superstar now? Um, I would say with Max, though, it's just some guys just got it, man. I some some I I, I wasn't blessed to have it click until year four. But some guys are just like, and he's one of those guys that's got it. I mean, I would have Max like kind of, and he was his teammate last year. Yannick, I was blessed to play with him. I done played with some guys now. Mm-hmm. I played with him. I was best to play with Miles Garrett. Like some guys, it just clicks. And that's one of those that click. 
And the thing about it from when I was there until the next year or whatever, I think this was what, yeah, third, third year, it was just like, it was just on another level. As far as like his moves, I think like he worked more on his craft and stuff. Like he already had the motor, but he worked up more on his moves because his spin move. I say, I said, boy, you spinning like me out there. Like that's that thing is lethal, move. man. Like yeah. it was lethal, and, it, and like, you know that's one thing about it. You know, just just to be the confidence and everything that's there and stuff like that. And it, it was just off the charts, man. And, and that's one thing about it. it like, yes, he's going to grow each and every year as a player or whatever, but it's one of those just like, it's his time, it's his motor, he worked his crab. And that's, and that's the one thing I can point out from his game that that he elevated to a, a whole nother level of uh, this last year and this year, just his moves and stuff like that. And and thing about it, it's not just in pass rushing, it's how he plays the run and stuff too, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like he does everything great, man. So like, man, he's I'm telling you, he's working his way, you know, to be uh, you know, a future Hall of Famer too, man. I mean, he, he's just one of those. And the thing about it is a lot of people looked at it at the Pro Bowl and stuff last year. He had I'm not not but I mean when he made the Pro Bowl, I think he had like, you know, five or six sacks. Maybe he finished the I, I don't remember what what eight sacks, I don't know. But eight. I and them press being disruptive, like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Off the charts, leading, leading with the <laughs> pressures, man. It just, yeah, yeah, he disrupting. It, it was, it was crazy. It was just like I knew the the transition when I was with the Ravens last year, and the way he were, he was, he, he was doing like our tackles and stuff, and I was like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> I go like, I'm like, I'm like I'm on the Ravens. I mean, I'm on the Ravens, so I'm like. I'm kind of not. I'm. I'm you can't be cheering for him. My dog. I think crazy. I say, "Oh my lord, Jesus and everything." And he came to the sideline. He said, "Chris, tell them they can't block me." I was like, <laughs> 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 and everything. But yeah, man, man. It just yeah. The transition. If one thing I can uh, pick out is was was his his moves. Man, he he worked his crafts on his moves, his pass rush moves, and. Like he can hit any move now, and it's and it's and you see it on the field. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's continuously getting better, and he's he's developed into a leader. Uh, we saw the Raiders just nominated him for the Art Rooney Sportsmanship Award. Uh, so that's huge, you know. Yeah, you know, dude. and his story just kind of you know overcoming addiction, everything that he's come through uh, to 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 grow into the leader that he is, to be one of the captains on the team. Uh, it's great to see, and it's great to see you know guys like him, Darren, Derek on this team that that. That really take pride in, in leading this team. Uh, you know what is what is one of the the funnier moments you remember from from your time with the Raiders? Um, the funnier moments. Um, oh man, there was a bunch of them. Um, <laughs> he was there with Groot, so there was a bunch of crazy shit going on. <laughs> that, uh, that uh, with Coach Gruden or whatever. I don't know if that's the same in Raiders Nation right now. Coach Gruden was a, a character, character, like one of my guys, man. He he was a character and stuff like that, man. I can't remember an actual moment, though. I can't remember an actual moment, man. But let's just say this. Coach Gruden had a lot of jokes about the COVID stuff and everything. <laughs> he did not like that, the rules. Uh, well, when you got a dude wearing a sleeve Coach, from his T-shirt I gotta on the say sideline. Hope I don't get him in trouble for saying this. But I don't think he can get in any more trouble than he did. Yeah, I know, man. He did. <laughs> nah, man, I was starting. 
I started busting out laughing. He said, man, for this COVID stuff, Roger Goodell wants a Nobel Peace Prize for this, man. <laughs> COVID stuff, he just say stuff like that. Bro, we cried laughing. But we had, like, that's why we had this so much, like, we was the, uh, like, probably the, like, number one team that year in the NFL violating the COVID rules or whatever. Like, that. <laughs> like so many rules we had to do and stuff like that. That he was not, he, he was not happy with, though. So oh, that, that man was out there with a phone on his face. <laughs> Yeah, you got him wearing like a t-shirt sleeve on the sidelines. Going, yeah, man. <laughs> you know they're calling from the office going, Groove, that's not gonna work, oh, man. Like shit. that's not gonna work. <laughs> he was yeah, he was one of them, man. It, it was funny. Coach Groove was a character, man. He was a character though. Golly. <laughs> but sure, sure. <laughs> oh. but now so we, oh, man. So we're seeing a lot of um we were seeing a lot of reports around the locker room about about the locker room about you know we saw Derek talking about it, uh, Devontae talking about about guys not being bought in. I know that Nelson Aguilar had made some comments before uh, when he was there that there was some maturity issues in the locker room. Did you see anything like that, or was there you know is that is that people taking too much into account, or what is that? I mean, when you I mean coming from a veteran and stuff like that, when you're when you're not, you know, what I'm saying winning. Mm-hmm. It's always something you could point at, like this and mm-hmm. that and the third or whatever. Because I, I bet you, if it was nine and one, uh, if they were nine and mm-hmm. one and stuff like that, that would not be said. No. But and say this, I mean, at the end of the day, um, yes, it wasn't no, no maturity issues or whatever like that. But at the end of the day, I tell people, you got to play the game. I've been on teams where, heck. Miles Garrett is the the most goofiest person I know, <laughs> but when it comes on Sunday, man, at the end of the day, you gotta play the game. You gotta play the game and stuff like that and everything. And I know everybody's not Miles Garrett and stuff like that and everything, but you know it's different strokes for different folks. I mean, some guys, I mean, you know, come in for their pregame warm up, they're quiet and stuff like that. I mean, I remember Geno Atkins; he would talk to you Monday through. Saturday, he's not talking at all on mm-hmm. Sunday until mm-hmm. after the game. And then you got he's other guys in. like you know, like me, that you know, I want to listen to music. I might talk to my dad for 30 minutes, my brother for 30 minutes, mm-hmm. you know, my you know, I'll, anybody, you know, maybe my boys or whatever like that. And then I'm not gonna turn it on to 10 minutes. So I feel like at the end of the day, it's about being on one accord when you're on the field. Now I get it, you know you know, locker room stuff and everything like that. And I'm not in the locker room now, but that's what it comes down to getting on one accord to play good and, and um, on the field on Sunday. And and that's the main thing about it though. And uh, you know, cause we're all getting paid to do this. We're, we're professionals, right. believe it or not. We're all getting paid to do this or whatever like that. So I feel like that having that, the guys need to be more serious. I can't speak on it this year or whatever, but when I was there, I mean, heck, the young guys, they they brought, like I just said, like, Matt Crosby and, you know, Clee Farrell, all them, like, they they took me under their wing. You know what I mean? So, I mean, yeah, man. So, but I, I feel like, yeah, I just, when when the wins start coming, I mean, that's when everybody, of course, everybody's going to be happy and stuff like that. Of course. But yeah, if well, you really watch you're not gonna... whatever, it's not. The Chargers beating the uh, the Raiders is not, you know, the, the, whoever else they played, you know, beating the Raiders is 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 the Raiders beating the Raiders at the end of the mm-hmm. day. Hey man, you can fix yourself though. So that's the main thing about mm-hmm. it. It comes down to the one or two plays. That's it. Yeah. One well, and I think plays. you're gonna start seeing that now. You know, they're starting to 
at least to my eye, my untrained eye, <laughs> they look like they kind of pulled their stuff together on Sunday. You know, the defense, it looked like it came out a little flat maybe in the first half. But yeah. that second half, man, they came out and it was a whole different animal. You know, you got Perryman out there just busting the line, giving pressure. Yeah, dude, <laughs> you got Max just he's sacking dudes from his knees. You know, like yeah, it's just not. Facts. It was a totally different animal. Facts, though, facts and everything. So that's that's the main thing about it, man. It just yeah, all you need is a spark, man. That's that's it, a spark or whatever, and it it's, it gets contagious. And mm-hmm. like like. Like I always had to say into Coach Gus Bradley, so I would say they come in bunches now. They come in bunches. So like wins to, as far as being defensive linemen, the sacks, touchdowns, and everything on the offensive end, they come in bunches. So it's about needing that spark or whatever. And that 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 win Sunday is probably that spark. Yeah, it'd be nice to get that that bunch right now. You got the Seattle Seahawks coming up, you got the Chargers coming up. You know, you got you got a revenge game coming up. And so I think, you know, the Raiders have a bad taste in their mouth from that week one game against the Chargers. Um, you know, obviously there's there's some throws that, that Derek wants back. There's some plays that, that the team wants back. Um, you know, th- and at the end of the day, like this, the AFC West is up for grabs. It's, yeah. I mean, aside from the Chiefs, I mean, the wild card spot's up for grabs. You look around mm-hmm. the AFC West, and this was one of the highly touted divisions coming out of the coming into the offseason right and you know add russell wilson you've got justin herbert over there in los angeles you got obviously pat mahomes you got the raiders bringing in Devontae adams and chandler jones and then the the afc west has kind of fallen flat on expectations what we've seen what do you think the biggest thing is i mean, I mean we, we know we talk about you know football and anybody can win anybody can lose but what is what is one thing that you're seeing around around these teams which is was causing you know the hype to kind of die down. I don't know. I think um, the main thing is, or whatever, it might be. I mean, like I said before, I hate to sound like a breaking record, a broken record, but um, I feel like it's come down to finishing because I watched the Chargers play mm-hmm. too and stuff like that, and of course, you know, the Denver Broncos uh, with with their you know struggles and stuff like that, and and all that. I mean, you know, outside the Chiefs or whatever, but I feel like that's that's the main thing because. Um, yeah, I mean, I I just seen Justin Herbert a couple a couple games just come out on fire, and then mm-hmm. like it's like they figure out what they're doing or they make adjustments on them at halftime, and it's just like ah oh, man. And then you know one reason for that is, but I think they just got him back last uh, Sunday or whatever, or this past Sunday, Keenan Allen being out too, uh, which is a North Carolina guy. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, man. So I I just feel like that's really main the main reason what it is. But on paper, I mean, you got the you know, Chandler Jones and, you know, Max Crosby and you got Khalil Mack and Bosa, you know, over there and everything like that. And, you know, so, I mean, <clears throat> as far as like defensively and offensively, I mean, offense speaks for itself. It's all, you know, um, firepower, firepower with, with the offensive with D.C. being in that division and um, Patrick Mahomes and uh, Justin Herbert and stuff like that. And, and you know, adding Russell Wilson. But um, yeah, I, that's what I feel like it's come to because even even you know the struggles of Russell Wilson and stuff like that, um, like it's not like they've been getting blown out. It's just yeah. like <laughs> they're just not scoring. Yeah, it's not scoring, or you know, yeah. one or two plays. So that's when you really like study the film. So um, I think that's what it is, though. But uh, it is still, even though with the, the division struggles or whatever, it's still I feel like a respected division because. Mm-hmm. 
I always say it's even any given Sunday. It is. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. But you still got to respect that division because, hey, like, I feel like Justin Herbert has and, and, and Derek Carr and Russell Wilson or whatever, they have just as much talent as uh, Pat Mahomes. And as far as every offense in that division can put up points fast. So yeah. you still got to respect it and still be on your P's and Q's. So mm-hmm. that's all I got to say with that. But, yeah, that I feel like that's what it comes down to. Yeah. And I think what I think what a lot of people are missing and what I'm seeing on social media and stuff, everyone's yeah, us Raider fans were fired up that we beat the Broncos twice this season, you know. But I think what a lot of people are forgetting is the Broncos have one of the more more effective defenses this season. We're talking like top five. And we're the only team that's put up over twenty points on them all season. And we've done it twice. So I think a lot of people are kind of losing that in the soup, you know, like they're, they're not realizing, Hey, this is still a solid defense. And we've put over 20 points on them twice where nobody else has. So there's reason to celebrate there. And not to mention you're missing Waller, you're missing Renfro, you know, you're, you're missing a load of guys. That's facts right there. Sorry. My kid came over here. He wants some, he wants some milk. <laughs> so he's trying to he's trying to hop into the conversation. I said no. For Thanksgiving, I said, man, I, I was Caden's uh, a Caden's a ham. <laughs> Tell you, yeah. yeah, don't don't get don't get Caden started because he'll come on here and act the fool. <laughs> he's he's a future he's a future Raider right here too. So that's right. You know, sure, it's a Raider household. <laughs> but no, man. You know, we, we we appreciate you coming on. Uh, you know, obviously, let, let let the fans know where they can find you. Oh, well, find me. Oh, um, first of all, Instagram ninety eight um, Chris Smith, and um, you can also, uh, if you want a good cocktail and, and good food, ah, there it is, like that. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's our one year anniversary at Cloud South End, Charlotte, North Carolina. Ten will be fifteen ten South Mint Road, about four doors down from the Panther Stadium. Um and yeah, come watch the Raiders win. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I need to I need to make a trip out to Charlotte again. I, I I went out there I went out there a couple years ago for a work trip and I loved it out there. So I need to make another trip growing, out there. Growing so, city, man. Growing yeah, city. Beautiful city. Going good, yes sir. Yes. So, sounds good, yes sir. And I got I got a, I got a drink saved for y'all too. That's okay. That's oh, right. Hey, <laughs> <me a> <laughs> hey man, I'm thinking. I'm thinking we all need to find a way to get into Vegas and hang out and catch a game or something here pretty no, soon. Most definitely. Just let me know. Be. You know you got my number. Just let me know. Yeah, let me know. I, got you. I love well, it. you guys. Appreciate <laughs> y'all. Anything you want to leave anybody? Anything you want to leave the fans with before we head out? Man, just keep believing, man. You know, um, I say, you know, uh, just believe in this team. Um, I know sometimes it gets weary and stuff like that, and, you know, the the wins are not showing yet, but um, they're coming along. I say just build off a of Sunday, man, and stay behind them. And, you know, you know, go Raiders. You already know. Go Raiders. Go Raiders. Chris. Appreciate you, man. <laughs> right on, Chris. Thanks, Thanks for man. having me. All right.